G'day, my name's Martin Murray and you're listening to the In The Paddock podcast, where we talk all things farming. Hello and welcome to the Wednesday Tech Talk, your short weekly podcast on all things technical in farming. Today's topic is fallow control and hard to kill weeds. So basically what we're looking at here is why it's important to control those hard to kill weeds. may seem expensive, it may seem difficult, but it is more important to control them than to control a regular weed. Hard to control weeds are hard to control for a reason. They might be hard to control because they've got a natural resistance such as feather top roads or windmill grass, which is a big one for us, or they could have developed herbicide resistance such as ryegrass, wild radish, fleabane, few others, milk thistle, that's a big one on the Liverpool Plains. These weeds have all developed herbicide resistance to a range of herbicides including glyphosate in some cases particularly glyphosate now if these weeds aren't controlled they're going to set seed they're going to spread and you're going to end up with more hard to kill weeds throughout your paddock on top of that in a case like say windmill grass it's a fallow weed fairly common out around my area at armor tree if you go onto my website in the paddockpodcast.com have a look, you'll see a photo there of a patch in a wheat crop where some windmill grass wasn't controlled over summer and the crop just hasn't established, it hasn't taken off and it's nothing compared to the crop around it. So you're going to lose yield. You're going to lose crop and you're going to use yield. And I'm hearing you, you're going, well, they're expensive to control. Windmill grass, you know, by the time you go in there with your Group B, your Gly, a few other things, and then come back with a double knock, you could be looking at 40 to 50 bucks a hectare and that is expensive. But... You don't have to do it as a blanket sprayer. You can go out there, get a camera sprayer, and go over it and do it that way. Spend a fraction of the cost on chemical. You might only be treating 10% of your area. So instead of going from 50 bucks a hectare, relatively you're going to 5 bucks a hectare, which is nothing. And I'm hearing you going, well, I don't have a camera sprayer. What am I going to use? Get a contractor. You know, they're reasonably common. Not everyone has one, but... There's generally a couple floating around every district. So if you can get that contractor in, you know, he might charge 12 bucks. At worst case, he might charge 15 bucks. But that is nothing compared to what you're A, going to save on chemical, and B, the result you're going to get out of it from controlling those hard-to-kill weeds. Because when you're getting crop, those areas that have had the weeds growing, have sucked the moisture dry, the crop's failed to establish, they're not producing anything. You're not getting any benefit from that country. Whereas if you can get on top of those weeds control them with that camera sprayer you can get something out of it and that's really the importance always advise against working country because working country burns moisture loses stubble cover i think it does more damage in the long run i'd always go for a chemical option where possible because i believe that is the best way to get the best result in your next crop you know sometimes you will be forced to go out there and cultivate that paddock but it should always be seen as a last resort I would always opt for the chemical option because it maintains your ground cover, maintains your stubble, and it doesn't burn moisture in the process. So summing up, it's always important to get on top of those hard-to-control weeds. Do whatever you need to do. Get out there and control them. Because one, if they're herbicide-resistant, you don't want any of that seed spreading around your paddock. And two, even if they're not herbicide-resistant, you don't want them there sucking out that moisture and ruining your yield potential. Please remember that this advice is generally in nature and always consult your own expert before acting on what you've heard here. Thanks for listening to the In The Paddock podcast. Hopefully you took something out of it that'll help you on your farming journey. Please remember to subscribe so you can stay tuned for the latest shows. Remember to like, share, rate and review to help others find us. Until next time, keep at it.